Perakei Mishnah Dalad. Asara Nisim Mitzrayim. Ten Nisim occurred to our forefathers in Mitzrayim. They were saved from the ten makos that Kodesh Baruch brought on the Mitzrayim in Mitzrayim. And the Rambam adds that these were ten miracles without a doubt. And the Torah states by each makkah that Kodesh Baruch brought it only on the Mitzrayim and not on the Yidin, as we'll soon see in a moment, except for the makkah of Kinnim. By Kinnim, the Torah does not say it was only on the Mitzrayim. Because the Pesach says, the kingdom was by the man and by the animals. It doesn't say it was only in Mitzrayim. And therefore the Rambam says that if you do it, it's known that Klaisal were not punished by the Makkah of Kinnim. However, Hayyunim Sam, as it was found by them, it thus did not inflict pain on them. And that's what the Chalim explained. Uh, but the other Makos we'll see right now, it's explicit in the Torah that it was only in Mitzrayim and not by the Yidin. It says, It says, Focusing on the Mitzrayim were punished, not the Jews. Um, by Tzfardeh it says, That the Tzfardeh came into your house, into your uh, bedroom, meaning referring to the Mitzrayim, not the Jews. And your nation, it was your nation, the Mitzrayim, not the Jews. By Aruv it says, It says, Hashem separated Eretz Goshen where the Jews were. So they were not damaged by the Aro. By Dever, it says, None of the cattle of Klaisol died. Here you see again the separation. By Shechin, it says, It was by Mitzrayim, not by the Yidim. By Barad, it says, There's no Barad in Goshen where the Jews were. By Arba, it says, Again, only on the Mitzrayim. Choshech, it says, They had light, the Jews had light. So Choshech, did not, Choshech was not by the Jews. And then same to, so too by Makas Bukharos. Now there were ten Nisim that occurred to our forefathers by the Yam. These were given over in uh, Kabbalah. They're not mentioned explicitly in the Torah. When we forage from him, the measures that explained in the Medrash, Tanchuma and Bishalach, uh, actually this week's Parsha, and Abbas to Abnasim, that Bishnuyim Musyumim with uh, Bishnuyim Musyumim Ve'elohim, meaning he's going to discuss what the miracles were. So, number one, V'yivku Hamayim, the water is split, that's miracle number one. Miracle number two, Shinasa Hayam Kimin Oel, the Yam became like a tent uh, over Kali Yisrael. As it says, Quoting a Rambam. So basically, it was like a tent built over the uh, Yidin. Number three, that the ground of the Yam became dry, as the Pasuk says in Shemos. It was not, you know, muddy when they were going through the Yam, like a normal river should be. Number four is that the uh, ground of the Yam, Asher Darhu Baha Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim stepped on, Shiratva, that they were chasing after Klaisal, that was all muddy, and that's uh, brought their downfall. It's part of what brought their downfall. Uh, number five, Shenecha Kayam, the Yam split into 12 uh, different divisions in order that each Shevet can go in its own path. As it says in Tehillim, Lugzar, uh, Yams of Lugzar. Number six, Shenikfu Mayim, the waters congealed and they became like these. Uh, pillars. This is what the pasuk says in Tehillim: "Shibarta Rashi Saninim Alamayim, meaning Shirashi Shirashi Hamitzriim Shiratfu Acharayim, 
Nishprubaham. So the leaders of the Mitzrayim, the rich kids in Klaiswell, they like broke into them and they got hurt from these waters that congealed into these like pillars, into like these stones. Uh, number seven, Shamayim, the water had that was congealed. It wasn't just one gigantic congealed piece, but rather it was like brick by brick set upon each other. As the Pasuk says, And this is, was for beauty for Klai Yisrael and a splendor for Klai Yisrael, that not only was the water like a brick and it you know, damaged the mitzrayim, um, but it also not just a solid stone, it was multiple layers of stone to make it beautiful for Klai Yisrael. Number eight, that the water is congealed like glass or like shoham, like some kind of marble, in order that the shvatim on either side can see each other. Number nine, that the the paths that they were going through, these paths also provided sweet water for them to drink from. And number ten, that after they drank from the sweet waters and they were satiated, yeah, the waters would congeal immediately, before they reached the land. The Nasu Arimus they turned they turned into like these piles, as it says, Mishnah continues, Eser Makos, Hiro Kadosh Baruch Hu, Ala Mitzrayim, B'Mitzrayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought ten Makos on the Mitzrayim in the Mitzrayim. As we know, Dams, Fadeya, Kinem, Arav, Debrish, Chen, Barad, Arba, Choshech, and Makos, Bechoros. Ava Asara, Ala Yam. And ten on the Yam. The Rambam writes that we find in the Kabbalah that the Mitzrayim, Ba'olayam Makos, Ala Yam, the Makos came upon them by the Yam, more than the Makos in Mitzrayim. Abakulam Ayumeya, Sarah, Samin, and they're all from the ten Minim, Asher Yerdu that occurred to them in Mitzrayim, and Benechko, and they were divided the Minim Rabbim into many Minim on the Yam. That's how the Rambam explains it. However, Rashi explains, Alpi the Mechilta and Bishalach, that the ten on the Yam is Kaminyan Lashonik, the number of times that you find they're falling in the Shir of the Yam, this week's Parsha. It says, Rama Bayam, Yara Bayam, Tuvu Biyam Sof, Tahomos Yechas Yumu, Yerdu Bim Solos, Tiratz Oyev, Taros Kamecha, Yochlimo Kakash, Kisamo Yam and Salu Ka'u Feras. However, Avaha Pasak, but the Pasak of the Tisa Yimincha to the Emi Aretz, that's not included in the Chedron of the Shonos, because this was to their own good, meaning they actually received a Kavura for the reward of Sha'alu and Yosef, look for it as Yaakov, that when they went up with Yosef originally to bury Yaakov, so since they accompanied him, uh, they received the reward that they got buried. So that's not included in, the, in this count. But the rest of the Pesukim are included in the count to represent the ten that occurred by the Yam. The Mishnah continues, Asara Nisyonos Nisu Adosinu Esamakom Baruch There were ten tests that our forefathers tested Kaddish Baruch in a bad way, Babidbar in the desert. Shemar, as it says, You're testing me ten times, you're not listening to me, says Hashem. And these are they, number one, by the Yams, if it says, Hamivli in Kram, in Mitzrayim, they were complaining, you know, well, are there not enough Kavarim in Mitzrayim that he took us to die in the Midbar? They were worried that, the, you know, where they're going to go. This is before the Yams have split. Number two, in Mara, where they complained, they were complaining, what should they drink? And number three, Midbar Sin, it says, Number four, by the Man, that people were saving the Man for the next day. They weren't supposed to do that. Number five, also by the man, it says, that people went out on Shabbos to collect man, and we know that that was forbidden. Number six, in the Rafidim, it says, they wanted, they wanted to drink, they were complaining for water in the Rafidim. 
Number seven in Chorev by the mice of the eagle, where it says, They said, Let us make a god, let us make the eagle. Number eight in Tavera, where they're complaining again. Number nine, Kibas Ataiva, where it says, his avataiva, the yomru, miyach, and the complaining for meat over there. And then number 10, in Nibar Paran, with regard to the Indian of the Miraglim, where it says, Vinasos, he is the Eser Pamim, the Losham, who call you, tested me 10 times, says, Hashem, you didn't listen to my voice. And the Chacham saying, This teaches us, Shalonechtam, Gazardin, the Gazardin was only sealed on our forefathers in the Midbar, because, that, 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 they, that they were not allowed to enter into Eretz Israel uh, over the sin of the uh, Loshan Hara. That was like the last on the camel's back. As it says, Vaynasu Osiza Eser Pa'amim, the word Zeh is Mashma al Khaitza, and this sin of the Muraglim, the spies, Nechtam, the Xardin, and not the entire Israel. And the Gemara brings down in Erechin, and Sotun Abbasir Abnasin, Nimnu Asarasan, and Sionos, Bishinuyim, Ksas, they count these ten tests that we test Rosh Baruchu with various Shinuyim. But let's go to Pasha Pshat today. All right, and Mishnah, hey. Asara Nisim Naslav Sinu Bebeisamitash. There are ten miracles that occurred, to our that occurred to our forefathers in the Besamitash. And these are they. Number one, Lohi Pila Isha, a woman that was pregnant, never had a miscarriage. Mariach Besara Kodesh from the smell of the carbonos of the Kachim in the Besamitash. Meaning, because the Lacha is a woman who's pregnant that smells the smell of a, of a good food, we give uh, that food to her to eat, even if it's from Isser, even if it's, you know, if it's Trafe. Until she settles down, because if you don't give her to eat, her life and the baby's life is in a sakana. And if it's in a sakana, of course, Pikoch Nafesh takes precedence. And the miracle of Isamitish was that even though the smell of the burning carbonos was so delicious, right, uh, and it was always there burning, it was always there smelling, nevertheless, Lokarm El Mikshal never made any kind of uh, mishap or Mikshal or Takala to any pregnant woman that would take in that smell. Number two. Even though the Kachim Kalim were eaten for two days and one night, and in the summer days it was very, very hot, nevertheless, the Basa never emitted any kind of foul odor. Now, other Farsh explains, meaning, meat, the Kohanim, they were dealing with the meat all day, it did not make their hands smelly or gross like regular meat at a butcher shop would uh, do to the butcher. Number three, in the kitchen, in the Azara, so there were tables there of marble, and they'd, leave, they'd lay out the innards of the carbon on these tables, and even though there was meat constantly laid out there, you never even found a fly in the Azara. Number four, the Kongodal never had a seminal mission, a Mikolayla on Yom Kippur, he did, not, he did not have any seminal mission on Yom Kippur that was invalidating for the service of the day. Because since something that comes out of the body, it would be magun and umachur, be ugly and disgusting more than any other tumma. And it would cause a bush and embarrassment to the Kohen Gadol. And therefore it never happened. However, other tumma'os, like the tumma of Sharetz, uh, that, that could have happened. And that's why there would be a sagan, like a vice Kohen Gadol, to replace him. Actually, knew there was a story where there was a Kohen Gadol who had a psul and they appointed Yosef and Elam instead of him. So other tumors could happen. And that's why there was a Kohen Gadol available. But a, a, a Mikra Laila would never occur for the sake of the Kohen Gadol's um, uh, kabod. 
And number five, the rain never extinguished the flame on the Ma'aracha, even though the Mizbech was, uh, the Mizbech stood in an open place, the rain never put out the fire. Number six, uh, the, uh, the wind would never um, make the pillar of smoke that went up from the Ma'aracha all the way up to the Shemayim, it never made the pillar of smoke move at all. It would just go up like a palm tree all the way up and it would stay like that. Also, the wind would not be able to blow it in any direction. And the Rambam writes that at the time of the sacrifice, the air was still. Okay, either way, the pillar would not move. The pillar of smoke. Number seven, a psul was never found not in the omer nor in the Shtei nor in the Lacham HaPanim. Meaning, they would bring the Omer. The Omer was brought from the Sairim, and the Zman to bring it was the was Tezayim Benisan, and it was brought to Mat, to the Tebuah HaDasha, to be eaten. And had you found the Psul there, if Shilohavi Omer, you cannot bring the Omer, uh, you cannot bring a different Omer instead of it, because they would harvest the, on the night of the, of the, of the Tezayim, um, they would harvest it, and they would not harvest a lot. They'd only harvest enough for the hakrava. So therefore, had they found a psul, there would be no way to replace it. And they never found the psul. Then by the Shtei HaLechem, that was brought from the Chita HaChadasha, the new grains on Shavuos, in order to matter the Chita HaChadasha for the Mizbeach. So the Hakim and Menachos, to bring from it Menachos. Since it's baking, is not Docha Shabbos or Yom so they had to bake it erev yamtiv. Well, therefore, ilu ira b'hamsul. Had there been a psul, they would not be able to bring it at all. Ha'el v'zman kavod since at a specific time, and there's no tashlum. There's no way to replace it. So therefore, there was never a psul. They never had a psul in the shteilachem. And by the lachem upon him, they would bake it on erev Shabbos, and they would set it up on the shulchan uh, the next day on Shabbos, and it was would, would stay there until the next week to be given out to the kahanim. Now, had you found the psul there, the shulchan would be bare without bread. However, there was a miracle that they never found the psul in any of these things. Number eight, when Kleisel would come up to be Ogil Regal, and they were crowded in the Azara, um, they would stand all crowded up. The Bartunu explains Tzfufim is Lashon of Tzafal Panayamayim, meaning there were so many people crowded in the Azara at a point where you were so t- uh, squashed together that people's feet were like hovering in the air, they couldn't even put their feet on the ground. Because there were so many people squashing them, they were literally able to be hovering in the air. But yet, even so, a miracle occurred, and when they would bow down, they would bow down in a way that each person had a space of Dalad Amos between him and his friend. So that no one would hear the confession of Vidoy that his friend would make and not be embarrassed. Number nine, a scorpion and a, a snake never caused damage in Shalim ever, even though many people would pass through Shalim, uh, they never got damaged by a snake or a scorpion. And number 10 is Blow Omar Adam, No one ever said the place here in Shalim is narrow for me. Meaning, I can't make myself a Parnasa. Too many people here, I can't make a living. Let me go live outside of Shalim. No, never happened. If you should call Hadar Matocha, everyone that lived in Shalim, Kaddish Baruch would give them the Parnasa. Until no one needed anybody else. No one had to leave Yerushalayim. 
Another pshat is the kavanah is going on those that were early regal, which come up for the holidays. That kulam, they all found a place to rest, and achsanya, host to host them. None of them were in pain, none of them were crowded, none of them would say, you know, there's no place to sleep in Yushalayim, because there's, you know, so many people. Rather, everyone always had a place to sleep in Yushalayim when they were being all the regal.